This is episode 74 of the Landscape Photography Show, and on this podcast episode, we're talking with Bree Stockwell. And let me give you some backstory on how we came up with this episode, because it was really a joint collaboration between Bree and I. See, she approached me on social media and said, hey, this is my project. This is what I'm doing for a full year for landscape photography, trying to get better at it and just trying to discover who I am as a landscape photographer. And you'll hear more about her project during this episode. But I said, let's wait until the project is over and the day after you finish, let's record this and talk about everything you went through because it's still going to be really raw and you're going to be tied to it still that day directly after it's concluded so we did just that we talked about it the emotions attached to her project again you'll hear more about that throughout the episode but i just wanted to give you some prep work on what that was how we decided to go about organizing this episode because i found it really impactful because Brie went through so much in the past year, just like we all did, but I feel like she took it a step further trying to improve herself as a photographer and really discover what creativity was and what home was, what a place was to her. The Landscape Photography Show is a podcast where you can listen to your favorite photographers talk about their journey in photography. It's a place where you can be inspired and also learn how to take better photos. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, we're here with Bree Stockwell, and Bree is joining us this morning from Austin, Texas, fresh off her first gallery presentation. So Bree, I do want to say hello and welcome you to the show, and thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, David. Well, let's start off, if, if anybody doesn't know you, why don't you introduce us to your journey into photography and, and what got you inspired to shoot the things that you do and, and try to frame them up in a certain way? Well, I, I've actually always been interested in photography. I've had um, multiple cameras throughout the years, but I really haven't done anything much with them. Um, I did when I was maybe, I think when I was in either elementary school or early middle school, I entered some little photography thing in the county fair and got a little ribbon and maybe that kind of spurred my love, (laughs) some recognition. Um, But it really wasn't like I look back and go, wait, that wasn't really much. But um, you know, I, I actually play the flute. And so I, um, I was busy and I just became busy with that and, uh, busy doing all the things of life, but I always had a camera and thought I'll, I'll pick it up and, and, and shoot with it. But I didn't, I didn't take the time to learn and practice. And so, um, now that I'm actually, I'm 45 now, and most of my kids are out of the house. Um, I'm finding myself with more time, and um, I I made a I made a huge goal um, 
back in December of 2019 to really push myself forward. And uh, I actually purchased a new camera. And I was thinking what – I had decided I wanted to make a big goal in my life. And then I had decided I wanted to do photography. And I – I've always thought to myself, well, I'm going to take pictures of people, and I love people. I love being social. I get so much energy from being around people, but taking pictures of people, I when I finally when it finally came down to it, I thought, I, I don't like posing people. I don't actually like shooting pictures of people. So because I always thought, oh, I'll, I'll shoot, um, I'll do, you know, kid portraits or whatever. And but I, when I really had to look inside myself to figure out what I liked, what I really would love making images of, I was like, I love rocks. I love the earth. I love being out in nature. I love water. Um, I love all of it. And um, so I just, I bought a new camera and went for it. So here I am. I'm doing, you know, nature, landscape. Um, and I, I, I'll tell you my favorite time of day is that twilight before the sun comes up or after the sun goes down and it's so quiet and, um, and I'm by myself with some water or in a desert and just awesome. So I feel I feel really inspired by uh, by those things. Take us back to December of 2019. Um, thinking about the project ahead, did you have any expectations for how that was going to go? So um, I guess I didn't mention what my project actually was. So I made this huge goal for myself and and. Because I really felt like a beginner, um, and I, I bought this full-frame camera, um, I decided that I needed to go all the way and just go big and do a full-on gallery show in my home, So, which just ended yesterday, and I do have someone coming by today to see it. So it's still up. Like I'm walking around my house going, I feel like I'm in an art show. Um, because it was because we're talking before this pandemic. <laughs> this is yeah, there's so, like, there's so much expectation that got derailed. Totally. This is, these are pre-pandemic ideas. And um, I, I actually already had, uh, I, we already had a trip to Costa Rica planned like two weeks. I love it there. Um, I, I, there's a, there's a beach we go to and I was really looking forward to exploring it with my camera and, you know, doing things, um, just, just exploring. There's so much there. And, um, of course that didn't happen. I actually had a trip to Iceland planned, um, with a group and I thought I'll take a separate side tour. So that didn't happen. I had a trip to South Korea planned. I had international travel plans and I thought, I think, I think it's like, it was, it was totally my thought. I'm going to go to all these places and take awesome photographs. And, um, when, 
when COVID started looming over and and then everything shut down, I was like, okay, well, now what? I mean, those those were all my expectations. And then I really had to do some mind work around what is this now going to look like? And I think a lot of people were doing this, right? It, with our own photography, I mean, certainly – um, you know, certainly, you know, I'm sure you had to do this and so many people I saw, um, pivoting, but also like, I want to say it was like negatively, like it was disappointing in like a negative way, but it also was really cool to see like personally my own pivot and my, and then the way I changed, um, I had to really work on releasing expectations. And then that opened up a whole new, a whole new world for me where I was like, you know, going out with like no expectations. Um, I, I think that's what it eventually became. Um, because in the beginning I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go out, I'm going to shoot sunrise. I'm going to come away with like an awesome sunrise photo, but that didn't happen because I was still learning how to like work, um, you know, my, all of my little dials and all of the things on my camera still. Um, and so I, I think the the chances that I would get something great or that I felt looked good, um, were low. Um, but just over time, having to uh, release those expectations really, I think, improved my mindset. And I also think it improved my photography um, because I was noticing things I wouldn't have noticed before. It's possible, too, that the pandemic actually skipped you ahead years in advance in the approach to landscape photography, like you talked about evading expectations, um, realizing that you're not traveling 24 seven. When you do this full time, you're still going out just a handful of times during the year. The majority of those could be just in your own backyard. I mean, so that's also a possibility of, you know, what the pandemic did to not only your project, but your approach to landscape photography. Yeah. And I think, I think, because of it, and I had, because I had these, what I thought in my head were these big trips. And certainly, I have to say, even if I had taken them, I would have had, I had expectations of those. And I might not have fulfilled those expectations of myself even with those trips. So I don't know what would have come with them, uh, come of them. But because all those fell away, I was like, okay, now what? And so I started. I just started pushing every day, every, like I was going out three times a week, four times a week. Um, I was, I was like, okay, now what, you know, uh, okay. I'd, I'd grab my husband and go, okay, I made, you know, it was harder to get once parks opened, harder to get, you know, we have to make reservations around here because they were limiting people. And I was like, okay, two weeks from now, we're going to this park and you're coming with me. Um, you know, or I would say I made reservations. Do you want to come with me? <laughs> you know? So, um, so certainly I was, I was just, um, I, I felt I almost, it almost like upped my drive, like, okay, now that that's gone, now what can I really do? How, how can I, how can I push and make things better despite 
this thing that looks super negative. And, you know, with the pandemic, what, where is the safest place to be beside your house? It's out in, outside in nature all by yourself. And um, how cool is that, you know? How many images would you say you captured throughout the process and how many did you conclude on in your gallery showing? Oh my goodness. I think I think I checked my you know you can go and I'm look I'm still figuring out Lightroom and Photoshop. I mean, I've done a lot of work with them, but I went into my Lightroom and you know, I looked at all my count of 2020 and how many images I took and I think it was like 9,000. But I I think a lot of those were like Obviously, I could go to one place and have a high shutter count because I'm still learning and I wanted to come back and have a lot to choose from. And, um, you know, it wasn't, I don't think I was doing like spray and pray, but I was, you know, um, which I learned that term this year. Um, but I think, <laughs> I think, I think I was like, okay, in all the experimentation, I wanted to see what does this do and then come back and look at it. Okay. So I see what that does, you know, and, and while I was out in the field, I was doing a lot of experimentation. Um, so I think I have over 9,000 and, um, my original goal was, 10, at least 10 images. And I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? How are we going to have 10? Because what is it, Ansel Adams? What did he say? Uh, what's the, what's a quote from him? Like, if you have 12 in a year, that is like- That's that, a solid year. Yeah, it's a solid year. So I really had a hard time choosing because, you know, you know, we- we end up thinking these, we put a lot of soul of our, of ourselves into the, our images and- I really had a hard time choosing, um, which I think is a good that I thought that's this is a great problem to have <laughs> that I have to choose now um because I really didn't think I would even have ten. So I ended up with seventeen. Actually at eighteen last week and I cut one last minute. So seventeen. I'm really proud of that, by you the said, way. <laughs> you said you well, yeah, that's awesome. And you said, you know you feel like a part of your soul is in these images. What does the project looking back, what does your final 17, what do those photos mean to you personally? Um, well, about mid year. Um, well, let me go backwards a little bit. Um, in this sort of this journey that I've taken, um, and it's it's been super interesting um, to to really dive really deep and and about mid year I started thinking well what will these images mean to me I started thinking about that and then I I did attend um, I've I've listened to you know I mean I attended the the um, out of Chicago in depth at the end of August that live, which wouldn't have been a thing if it hadn't have been for the pandemic, but also mm -hmm. even just, and also, especially, I was going to say even though, but especially listening to um, podcasts, you know, like this one and listening to photographers talk about 
what their images mean to them and their journeys and what they put into them and made me start to think, oh my gosh, you know, what do I have to say? What, you know, what is this going to mean to me? And I knew I needed to, I knew I needed to be more than just, hey, come and look at my pretty pictures. Um, and as I, as things sort of started shaping, you know, coming into shape and I started going, okay, I really like this one. I like this one. What what are all these meaning for me? Um, I I, cr- I ended up creating a theme um, because I I wanted to feel like it was cohesive. And I well, my the theme for my the theme for my show is called Portraits of Home, mm-hmm. and I. I ended up visiting places and thinking about what all of these places, all of these places I was going, you know, right nearby. This is my home. I'm exploring Texas, which is my home. Um, I ended up, I, I ended up, um, I, we lived in Virginia for years and I ended up taking a trip there in the fall and that was my home. And I really, I really had a, it was very personally satisfying to me to think about what does home mean for me? I mean, we were all stuck at home. Most of us were probably stuck at home for a while. I mean, we had stay at home orders and, you know, for what, five, six weeks or whatever it was. And, um, and so I explored that. And that's what all of them mean to me. It's all the places that I can call home and um, and uh, how how they're reflected in my images. And I love it. In those photos, did you did you share something of yourself that you have that personal connection with? Was it difficult? for you to resist the temptation to photograph images that other people would respond to versus the ones that meant something to you? Um, yeah, that's tricky because I, I think in my, in my sort of, in my deep dive of learning, I I was hearing people say, I've shot, I've shot all these iconic things. And certainly we want to see these iconic things that other people have, you know, (laughs) I know Nick Page talks about Mesa Arch, but you know, all of these, Mm -hmm. all of these big places, um, that are beautiful, of course, um, or, or things that feel iconic or even taking a photo in a way that, um, you know, in a similar way to other people. And, um, you know, I've looked at a lot of images this year and, and I kind of, I, I kind of made a conscious choice to really listen to myself. I I decided it wouldn't be meaningful for me personally. I would feel kind of maybe a little phony if I wasn't out there, um, taking, making images of what I wanted to what was interesting to me, whether or not it would be interesting to other people. And, and then at the end, 
when I had a, you know, I, I made a whole, even just in the whittling down of my images, I made a whole, um, Lightroom collection. I think I had 35 in there and I started thinking, okay, what should I, what should I show? And, um, I actually had a great conversation with, um, I know Eric Bennett, um, he's just, he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, he offered some free, uh, a few free, um, like portfolio, uh, critique sessions. Um, I do know he's, he's offering them now. Um, I don't know how much they are, but they're, they're awesome. Uh, he, he's, just, he was just awesome to chat with. And I asked him about that, like, you know, I'm doing this project. What do I show? And he's like, if you pick what other people you think other people are going to like, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be meaningful and it will, it, 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 people will see through it. And, um, I thought a lot about it and it's true. So I just went through and picked, I chose the ones that were personally meaningful for me. And I think, um, I think that's such a, great message that I've been hearing over and over again. If we don't do what is, if we don't shoot what's meaningful to us and express what's inside of us through our photographs, then it's not, they won't have, I don't think they'll have the depth, even if they're not, don't seem that great, but they really won't have the depth that, um, that good photographs I think should have. So that's what I did. I just, st- I didn't, I felt like I didn't want to listen to what other, what, or pay attention to what other people were doing, but um, do it, I wanted to do it how I wanted to do it. Can you still take that same approach and apply it to icons? Sure. Yeah, I think so. Um I actually, yeah, I think so. Because you can go to one place and, um, I mean, okay. I, ha- I actually, in my show, I have an image of Zabriskie Point or, you know, at Zabriskie Point. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's kind of iconic? For sure. But I think I kind of want to say what I captured is I've not seen that before from anyone. So I think we can go to a place and capture something that um, is, you know, that is interesting to us, that's meaningful to us. So I don't know. I'm actually headed to Moab this week. So maybe I'll go to Mesa Arch and try it out. <laughs> shoot me a, shoot me a message and let me know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. aside, aside from the photographs, aside from the projects, what did you learn about yourself through the entire process? I, you know, I think when we're all out in nature, um, it can be tricky to, well, I think we have to decide if we want to listen to what our, what our minds or our hearts have to tell us. And I, I discovered when I was out by my, you know, just out by myself, um, that I, 
I think what I discovered is I really want to listen to what um, I have to say to myself. And I, so one of the things I talked about in my show, um, I, I did a, I did my first solo trip at the end of last August. I went to, um, actually felt really compelled to do it. I went to White Sands. It's National Park now, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I went there by myself and it's about a nine hour drive, which isn't terrible if you're listening to podcasts. <laughs> so, um, but I, I thought I was just going there to be interested in, um, in shooting the dunes. And I went there and discovered that I was really interested in my, my own thoughts. And I think that is, um, I think that's what I learned from this whole, a lot of what I learned, um, from this project is that, that my thoughts, my personal thoughts and, and, and the, my feelings about them are valid and that, um, and that I'm actually interested in what I have to say. And, um, and then I, I learned that I wanted to connect that to my photography. So I'm still working on that because I think, I think that's a process in figuring out how to express ourselves um, through our images. So yeah, that was a big thing for me that I wasn't just pretty pictures, you know, like, oh, here's a pretty tree that I actually have something to say. And I, and I wanted to figure out how to say it. Has that been a struggle for you in the past? I think expressing my emotions has been a struggle. Um, I mean, if you meet me in person, I'm, I'm pretty sociable. I'm kind of gregarious. Um, you know, my mom said from the minute I was born, I was smiling. So you'll always, <laughs> almost always see a smile on my face. Um, um, but, but, um, I think learning how to express, um, the deeper emotions like grief or love or, um, gratitude. I think those are, um, I think those have been more difficult and I'm learning how to do it better. How do you go through that process in the field? Is that, well, I'll let you, I don't want to add on to that question at all. How do you (laughs) go through the process of emotional connection to a photograph in the field? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe that's a question we all ask ourselves, right? Like, how do we do that? Um, and I'm thinking back to White Sands when I was out there. Um, so when I'm out there, I it takes a minute, you know, because it's the hustle and bustle of the walking. And, and sometimes the walking can clear your mind or clear my mind, too. Um, you know, the walking to wherever. But sometimes you feel kind of rushed. And I know multiple times, many times, I felt rushed to get somewhere. Um, and so... I think stopping and just even closing my eyes and thinking, what, what am I really thinking about? What's on my mind? Um, maybe even sitting down and taking a minute to write down a thought I have and how that's, how that's impacting my emotions that day. 
Um, because we all have, and this isn't just about photography, right? We all have life and we all, you know, we all have stuff, um, you know, you know, our families, our work, our, you know, and, you know, anything else that we're dealing with, um, you know, and so just for me pausing to consider what's really going on in my mind and then, um, kind of using those emotions to, um, while I, while I look around and see what's interesting out in the landscape. And uh, that, I think, um, and you know, I, I guess it comes with all the other decisions, like, and then there's all the like mechanical decisions. What, you know, do I, if, how fast does my shutter speed go? Um, you know, uh, what lens do I put on? Um, do I want to look at the whole thing or am I feeling really, um, like closed? So I want to shoot something really intimate. You know what I mean? So, um, I think I, all, all of those things, uh, can affect when I'm out, when I'm out there shooting. Do you think that the end result, the image or just the process helped you communicate something or get something out that you didn't even register in your brain or you had a difficult time communicating with say your husband, your family, your friends? That's an interesting question. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm still working on it. Does that make sense? I mean, I think yeah. I think this is the beginning of me really feeling like I. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me choke up. <laughs> but I think, I think this whole um, this whole feeling of home and um, and I'm gonna post up all the words I because I, I wrote. Uh, that was hard for me to do. I wrote for this for this thing and um, for my show and put a lot of my feelings up there and. Um, and I have three, I have three parts that I wrote about. Um, and I, I, in one part, I write a little bit, I mean, how much can I write? But I write a little bit about, uh, I visited California, you know, my dad passed away years ago and, and, um, you know, you know, feeling closer to him when I was out there and remembering him. And, um, and I, I think for me, that's still a process. Um, and, and I don't consider myself like a writer in any way. So that was really hard for me to do. And I think just even pushing myself to allow myself to express anything that I was <laughs> expressing, um, you know, was um, was a big deal for me. And so I, I allowed myself to be okay with putting that down on paper and saying, here it is. You, you can see it. This is how I'm feeling. Um, and this is what this all means to me. I, um, I think that's still a work in progress. Maybe a weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But like, I think like right now, um, Right now, I really feel like my heart is full. Like I, I'm just so I'm just so grateful that people actually came. And now I'm like, 
and and um and shared that with me and and not only that but like the community has been um so welcoming and um totally cheering me on i'm just so grateful for that so i think today i feel like i and this is part of me like learning how to express myself more i'm just so grateful that i've had this experience and that i'm i feel part of this this um community that's really awesome full of awesome people that are willing to share and help and um and and just kind of wrap their arms around you know anybody that needs it and uh, that's awesome Hey guys, I just want to pause real quick to tell you about a really interesting opportunity for you April 9th through 11th, 2021 called Out of Chicago Live. Out of Chicago Live is a virtual photography conference to help you improve your creativity as a photographer, impact your vision as a photographer, and also help you take better photos. Join myself and several other photographers that you've heard right here on the Landscape Photography Show talk about how their photography has been impacted over the years so that you can also improve your own photography. They're going to be panel discussion, keynote talks, and also presentations from over 40 of the best photographers in the world. I'm really excited to see that. You can go to outofchicago.com to find out more. But right now, let's get back to our talk with Bree. It's one thing just to create the photos, post them online, but you took it a step further and you wanted to actually go through the printing process. Take us through what that was like in terms of the emotional connection like we've been talking about. Was there that same connection through that or was it so technical that it was a little bit detaching? Well, Um, no, I, at first it was really technical. I mean, it still is technical. Um, and I, so I bought my printer actually a year ago when I first started, cause I started kind of adding it up and figuring out like how I wanted to do it. And I just made a decision I was going to print. And, um, <laughs> then I, <laughs> I actually didn't know it was so technical. <laughs> so this is like part of the process. Um, you know, when I, then when I started telling people that I was going to print my own, they would say, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> so so, <laughs> um, so I, then I started getting intimidated. Wait, what did I get myself into? Um, so that, then I had to learn all of it. But I think because I made that decision early on, I – I think it pushed me in ways that I I didn't expect, and um, because it, I think I, I scrutinized my images more, and I actually think I feel personally more satisfied because I can actually watch them come out of my printer, um, and and once I got past, and I wouldn't say I'm a skilled printer because I know there's more I have to learn. I'm just. Actually, David, I'm just really happy that I got a print that looks like my image on my computer. So I consider that a win. But um, actually, you know, just getting past that part 
And seeing my images in print, it was like, I, I hope this doesn't seem prideful. I'm so proud of myself. I think it, I just think it, it, I think it just made it even more personal for me. Like, oh my gosh, I, not only am I doing all these other things, but, but I figured out, um, I figured out these other technical things. And my husband, he's pretty, a pretty technical guy. Um, but he's like, I don't even know if I can help you do this because it's a different, it's just a different level. So, um, but, but the actual like touching the physical image and seeing myself like reflected in that physical image has just been amazing. Now, I, I don't, I'm not saying we can't get that if we send it off to a printer and get it back. I mean, I think we can totally do that. There's, I just feel like for me personally, it was so satisfying to have it, um, to just do it in my own house and um, be able to make it how I wanted to make it whenever I wanted to do it. So, um, so it just, it was, it, it's really, I, f I feel really accomplished that I could do that. Do you feel like, you know, a lot of people who are getting into photography feel that of, well, I've taken these photographs and, and now what, what do I even do with these? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, look at, look at us on Instagram where, I mean, I guess a lot of people have websites, but at the beginning, I think if I had not had this big project, I probably would have just posted here and there, maybe on Instagram or even kept them to myself. Um, I think, I, I think part of it, I think the, the printing is a little bit of a barrier, but I, um, I think mostly we're just posting on Instagram and sharing them, which isn't a bad thing, right? Um, I've learned a lot from people from, you know, seeing different, um, seeing so many different photographers and their work and what they've posted. And, and, um, and that's been a huge help to me to just see all the variety um, and that it's okay to, to have that. But um, I think it's, It's a different, it's a different level to see it, see your images, not, um, not only small, not just small, like on Instagram or even like on your computer screen, right? Um, it is a different level to see them in print. And I, I, you know, I know people make, um, what do people make? They make calendars. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever done anything in print? Only a few things. I've done a couple shows before and that did involve printing, but not on my own. I did send those out to uh, be outsourced at like Bay Photo or another service sure. like that. Sure. But how did that feel like? I mean, didn't it feel different than seeing it digitally? Very different. And then honestly, Brie, listening to you go through the process, it reminds me of how vulnerable it felt to put that up on a wall and display it for people to physically come by and look at. It was yeah. much more vulnerable um, and, and intimidating for me. Right. Right. Yeah. That's how I, that's, 
Yeah, that's totally how I felt. And I think that in itself, um, I mean, I think that in itself is a big deal. And I, I, when, I think when we post on Instagram, um, we kind of become a little, uh, a little bit anonymous because really anybody can see it, right? Um, that has our profile, they can go up, they can look, they can comment. I mean, you can be kind or not. I mean, we've seen that, you know, people, people react differently in a digital space than I think they do in a physical space. And, um, I think it's even more vulnerable to, it felt more vulnerable to put my, to put my work out there um, for people to physically come and take in with their eyes and stand there and kind of scrutinize it. I don't think it was in a bad way, um, but um, it's, uh, you know, I can see how other people feel when they put out like a book or a calendar. Um, and it, there is a piece of you that, that goes out there that's, that says, hey, this is a piece of me. What do you think? And, uh, you know, I think we have to be ready for what people have to say about it. Um, you know, but that takes – for me, that takes mind work too. Um, so I don't know if I answered your question about that. But Sure. Each question can have an answer. It doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. Um, how, how, how did your viewers feel? Because I know we've just talked about connection to our own images, emotions felt. As a viewer and somebody who, look, I've been to, to shows by like Jeremy Cowart and it feels different like we just talked about on Instagram versus looking at a print. You know, it's a blip on my radar if I scroll through his Instagram feed. But if I go and see one of the portraits that he makes and read the story about it, it's so much different because it's an experience. Um, I'm, I'm curious to hear how the people who visited your show and came through and looked at everything, what was their experience? What was their feedback? That's interesting because I was thinking about um, sort of how to get feedback real time besides the, oh my gosh, I love this one, Brie, or whatever. Right, uh, right. Which, which I got, which was, I mean, they're my all these people are my friends. So of course, I feel like, I almost feel like they're, uh, they feel obliged to be, um, uh, you know, positive, have positive attitudes towards my photography. Um, but I, I kind of took people on a little bit of a journey, um, you know, talking about home. And at the end, I did ask people to write down not just their favorite one, which I did, but ask them where they felt most at home. And I got interesting um, – I have some interesting answers. Um, some people gave me a place. Um, some people said, I feel most at home when I'm with my family or with my husband. Um, you know, someone said, I've lived in so many different places that I always feel at home when I'm with my husband. So um, – and I, I think the – because I – I talked about where I live, where I grew up, you know, how, what home means to me now. And, and I, I do talk about how home feels like um, I can feel at home anywhere because I choose to, because I feel I can feel peace within myself. But, um, but 
I was surprised when people came, um, the connections they made to my individual images. Like, oh my gosh, Brie, I love this one. I grew, I spent so, you know, I learned things about people, which I said I love people and I, I want to know these things. So I actually got to learn things for myself. You know, um, someone said, I don't know if you know, but I spent so, I've, I grew up in Virginia. I spent so much time there and this image, actually he wanted to buy it. <laughs> so, but, um, I, that's a whole different thing. I don't even know what to do about that. But, um, you know, he said, this really speaks to me because this feels like home to me. And I, and that is the connection that I really was surprised that people were making to some of these things. Um, so that was super, that was just awesome. It was awesome. Well, Bree, I hope you can sit back and, and take time now that it's over. And, and I hope this is on your radar of remembering the beginning, the, the pivoting, like we talked about the printing, the, the viewer experience and look back on everything and kind of process and reflect on that you mentioned you mentioned pride earlier and being proud of what you've done and there's this weird negative connotation with being proud of yourself that i think is wrong and, and has a stigma attached to it um it's not bragging being proud of yourself is is something that helps you connect you to an experience, I believe. And I hope you can sit back and, and reflect on everything and, and feel that pride and reflect on it for a few days. Yeah, I, um, I, I think I am. And I, I really made a conscious effort to, while I was in the, I mean, it wasn't a difficult thing. Like it didn't feel like it was like work. Um, but in the moment, because I did have people saying, oh, what's next for you? You know, <laughs> and I, and I would say a few things, but I really just wanted to enjoy it. Like I have done so much work. I think anytime we do so much work to accomplish something, you know, um, that that's personally meaningful for us, that like I made a conscious effort to really enjoy that moment, to be proud of myself, to say, you know what, this was hard. And I'm not ashamed to say that I cried. I'm not, I don't feel like so, so um, arrogant to say like I had moments that, that I was like, yeah, this is like, I took a great photo, you know? And so, um, you know, it's, it's the whole experience and I wanted to enjoy it and just, um, and just feel that satisfaction of putting it all together and, um, and having it come to fruition, but also, you know, just that feeling of gratitude towards all the people who've contributed to it too. And to myself, um, for for having the courage and stamina and um, perseverance to push forward and make that happen, you know. In in that reflection, can you name a single emotion that was connected to it uh, when when you first decided to start this? 
Um, I felt, I, d I actually did a lot of work around this, like with my emotions when I started it. Willingness, um, that's what comes to mind. Willingness to be okay, you know, succeeding, but also willingness to fail, feel failure, um, willingness to um, be okay releasing expectations, um, just willingness to feel and do all of the things that it that it would entail, but also willingness not to know what it was going to look like until the very end, because we don't. Like, I would have never known that this is how it was going to turn out. You know, I'm, I, I kind of had a different thought of what it was going to look like, but then had to release that. So I, I, I think willingness to do it all. What about now that it's over? Um, let's see. Now that it's over, <laughs> can I sleep? Or <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Apparently not. I'm just bombarding <laughs> you with this question. No, it's great. No, actually, I, you know, when we talked about doing this and that it would be like the day after, I, I kind of thought, oh, I'm going to be tired. But I actually thought this would be awesome to have this personal reflection, even just for myself too. Um, now that it's over. I, you want me to pick one? I have some, I actually haven't totally thought that, but I, I, about maybe one, but I feel excitement for what's to come hmm. and also that, that I can do other hard things, um, and excitement for where photography will take me. I'm not, I haven't even posted on my blog post yet, which I'm going to do today, um, and I'm super, I'm just super excited to share it <laughs> and uh, I'm excited for what's to come and do more, right? I think I'm, ex I'm just, I'm excited for the future. Pandemic what, or no, I'm excited for all of it. What is the future for you? The future is um, uh, more big goals. So I just told, uh, I just talked to someone today. I'm actually, this is not photography related. However, um, I, I have plans to uh, finally become fluent in Spanish. It's always something I've wanted to work on. So I'm going to be working on that. But I think the future is not quitting, um, not putting down my camera to continue to figure out what I have to say and, um, and then say it. In terms of photography as an art form, is it something that you would kind of tell people that they should take up just to try it, just to see what comes of it? Sure. I mean, um, you know, that's tricky because... I always say, like, do what you feel you want to do. Um, you know, I actually, I knit. And <laughs> I know it's not photography related, but it does have a lot of the same, you know, um, 
I think anytime we're learning to do something or a craft uh, and we're trying to get better at it, um, you know, I, I, well, when I, you know, I was knitting something and someone would say, oh, that's beautiful. I wish I could learn to knit. And I'm like, well, do it if you want to. Don't feel like you have to. <laughs> it's a lot of work. So, but here's what I would say. If you feel like you have, if you have a camera or not, and you feel you want to try it, do it. Um, but maybe, maybe set a goal for yourself. And because I think those are those kinds of things, because I didn't do that for years. And so I wasn't, I, I wasn't pushing myself. And I think even if you, you know, just setting small goals is such a huge thing, um, to propel ourselves forward in ways that we wouldn't imagine. And also to be, to, to maybe feel some success with it, you know? Um, so if we, if you, if you want to pick up a camera and do it, um, you know, maybe decide on a project. I think you and I talked about projects, right? Like, and uh, that's actually, I'll back up a tiny bit. That's actually part of what's next too, is there are some projects I want to work on um, that I'm also creating, kind of mulling over and chewing on. And for me, that's like, I think a project is like a mini goal, right? So um, it could be, you just um, maybe you want to take pictures of people or your kids, or um, but you want to do something specific with it, or you want to photograph your backyard, or you want to travel around to all the national parks in the U.S. and and have one photograph from each place. I mean, I think I think having a goal um, really pushes us forward to to become um, become not just become better, but become better in a way that we wouldn't have expected to. So sure, yeah, pick up a camera, do it. I think it's fun. Where can people go to find more out about you? Well, um, I have a little blog um, and I have yet to post today, but by the time this comes out, uh, the my, my post from this will be up. So it's called um, A Slice of brie.com b-r-i-e <laughs> so um i do love cheese um and also you can find me on instagram um a slice of brie 2020 that's it all right well brie thank you so much for joining us and talking about your experience and being show so open and, and thoughtful about it too thanks david it was really fun i look forward to uh seeing what this year has to bring to me. Kind of awesome. <laughs>